Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of Sports Everyone's McCauley Matthew. I'm of course. William Ramal. What's up, Mac? How you doing? Hey, what's up? How's it going? I'm all right. You? Good. I'm doing all right. Uh, that's that's good to hear, man. Um, you know, we're gonna talk uh sports and entertainment like we always do. So, you know, I wanna thank you all, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to the show. And, uh, you know, basically, you know, we're going to leave off the show with the uh, crazy saga that's uh, going on with uh, Matt Harvey on and off the field. Uh, We're also going to talk about uh, Harvey's idol, on and off the field idol, Derek Jeter, as he finally takes his rightful place at Monument uh, uh, Park. And, um, you know, he'll be honored uh, tomorrow night. Uh, we're also going to talk about um, the Rangers getting upset by the Senators, um, and also you know what's going on in WWE and you know much much more. So uh, again, I want to thank you all for listening uh, to to this uh, latest episode. Um, and without further further ado, um, let's let's just dive right into the current state of the Mets and Matt Harvey. I mean. This is ridiculous, man. Um, basically, Matt Harvey was apparently dating uh, Adriana Lima, you know, the the Victoria's Secret model. Apparently, um, he found out that she was being seen, being allegedly uh, intimate with her ex-boyfriend, uh, Julian Edelman. And basically, you know, Harvey, you know, wasn't happy about it, and basically, you know, he he had a, a very crazy weekend last week. Um, you know, he, he didn't show up to work. He didn't show up to the city field on Saturday, claiming to have a migraine, but apparently he was seen, he, he, he was have he was playing golf, and uh, he was also seen at a, um, a rock concert wearing a, a Met hat and a, and a jersey. Uh, according to you know to that story you you know you told me about you sent me, no. um you know like um last week, and and also um don't know uh when he came back on Sunday uh, morning to pitch, uh that's when he got the bombshell of um you know that he got suspended for three games, so basically as a result Adam Welk. Uh, he made his Met debut and he got beat up badly. I mean, you can't blame the guy. The guy was—he was ill prepared to to um, uh, pitch that game. I mean, I know he's had some cup of coffee in other places, but you know, he just—they literally took him off uh, Las Vegas, which that's another re- um, another reason uh, 
why Mets uh, AAA um, affiliate, uh, the 51s, um, they should have a, a AAA team that's closest to their um, to their stadium, like it was when they had Buffalo, uh, uh, you know, a few years ago, the Buffalo Bisons, because it's ridiculous. They have the worst. Um, they have the worst ins between the AAA team and the major league team. So they have to like try to plan these stuff out in advance. But who would have foreseen Matt Harvey getting suspended? So as a result, Adam Welk got lit up like a Christmas tree. And um, me, uh, you know, I didn't see the game, um, you know, because I came I came back from church. So when I was looking for the scores and I saw it was seven nothing, I'm like Adam Welk. I'm like. Is this a typo? <laughs> and sure enough, I found out he, um, you know, Harvey was suspended, and it just adds another horrible saga that that happened to Matt Harvey. You know, the rise and fall of Matt Harvey, uh, the Dark Knight. You know, it's kind of like uh, ironic, kind of like the Dark Knight uh, movie. There's a famous quote. Uh, basically, you know, like when you live long enough, you see your heroes turn into villains, and you know. Harvey, man, he had the, the he had the the city, you know, on its you know on its knees, man. Every time he pitched, it was Harvey Day, you know. Every time he pitched, it was a holiday. It was, you know, supposed to be the second coming of Doc Gooden, you know. Every time he pitched, and from 2013 to 2015, you know, when he was healthy, I mean, he, you know, he, you know, he took on that mantle. Uh, uh, of the dark night, striking fear into the heart of every batter who who faces him on the, you know, in, in the game, man. And he just, you know, he just gave you that, you know, that little semblance of what Doc Gooden was, you know, during that era in the, in the eighties, you know, but it's just so sad what happened. I mean, he's never been the same ever since he had the injury. And then when he came back, you know, 2015, uh, you know, he, he he pitched well. He pitched better than anybody who's came who came back from uh, Tommy John in that first year back. Uh, but then again, but it, the horrors of of Matt Harvey, man, it 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 began in uh, um, Game Five. You know, he he was pitching a, a masterful game, and then he had to argue with uh, Terry Collins to keep him into the game, and it's like he exerted all his energy that he, he needed, you know, to stay in the game. And then when he came back and tried to pitch, you know, he wasn't the same guy. And sure enough, the Mets blew that game, you know, blew, blew that lead and uh, the end the series. And the Mets have never been the same again. And Matt Harvey has never been the same again. Last year, he had his worst season ever. He was, uh, what, 4-10 and 10 with a almost 5, five ERA. I mean, it was... It was a nightmare of a season. So you taught Matt Harvey, you know, just like the the third trilogy in the um, Christopher Nolan Batman movie, The Dark Knight Rises. But it hasn't been the case, man. He the Dark Knight rose and fell again because he he's definitely not the same guy anymore. Ever since you know he, he couldn't get out of that you know that inning and and seal that victory for the Mets. Hasn't been the same. Even familiar, familiar hasn't been the same either. I mean, you know, obviously, um, you know, he had horrible defense um, pitching for him. I mean, playing for him 
uh, in that series, and he he gave up a record three blown saves in that series. And yes, sure, uh, you know, Familiar did have 51 saves, which was a franchise record uh, with the Mets, uh, breaking Benitez's record of 43. Um, you know, and his and he also tied the record, I think, in 2015 also. But um, it's just a sad case. And not to mention, as, I, as I've been saying, you know, Familiar's been being overworked, as long as, along with all the other pitchers, like uh, Reed and Salas and Blevins, all these guys are being overpitched. And last time I checked, there was like only one other reliever in the top five, you know, in the National League that's being overworked than these guys. I mean, the, the these guys are being overworked. And, you know, I've been saying all this season, if they, if they keep pitching like this, uh, you know, Harvey, I mean, Familiar's arm is going to fall off because he's pitching in games where they have five-run leads, He's pitching in games where they're where they're behind by a run or two, two or more runs. As a closer, I understand Terry Collins wanted to, uh, you know, ease him back into the game. You know, he didn't want to put him in pressure situation, but he's the closer. You can't let your closer get beat up like that, and pitch meaningless innings, and pitches. And when you need him on the next day, he's not going to be the same. And that was evident in the the last game he he pitched. And you know he got he got beat up badly. He you know he had a one run lead. Yes, Flores had a a horrible error, and um, you know Terry Collins. You know he left he left them in too long. I mean, I'm trying to remember the, the batter he faced. Um, I'm trying to, I, I can't it escapes me right now, but that the batter was bound like five for six against him, and he left them in in the game. He got hit, and then the the rest was history. And uh, the Mets, the Mets never, you know, the Mets never recovered. And uh, the Mets haven't been playing good at all. The pitching has been suspect. You know, uh, the the hitting the hitting has been all right. I mean, Matt Har- I mean, uh, Neil Walker. He's he he's hit, he's heating up. He he kills the Brewers. He has a, apparently eleven career home runs against the Brewers, uh, but. You know this team is inconsistent. They're playing. They're playing horrible defense. The the pitching can't get out of the fourth or fifth inning. It's a miracle if they could get out of the sixth. And you know, it just goes back to, you know, familiar. You know, being injured. He's he's going to have surgery. He's going to miss the rest of the year. And then Matt Harvey, you know, trying to redeem himself after that weird week he had. You know, off and on and off the field, and. You know he 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 was um you know he was going through trouble uh, Friday night, uh, which was yesterday. Uh, you know he he didn't have command or control of his pitches, but he was just trying to fight his way through it. Then he got into the what the the sixth inning, uh, you know after giving up two runs, and then he he gave up a two run home run, and then he gave up a back to back home run, and he you know it was like to, he, the look in his eyes, he didn't have that desire, that grit, that. Matt Harvey used to have. I mean, he's he's. I mean, it's sad to say, but it looks like he's done. I mean, I don't think he's. I don't think he's ever gonna come back from this. I know he's young, but the only way I can see him coming back from this is if he leaves. You know, the Mets and most likely go to sign with the Yankees. I, I just don't see he has that that fire anymore. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm. Trust me, I hope I'm wrong because if Mets have any chances of bouncing back and and 
trying to be a, a championship caliber team, they need Matt Harvey to 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 go back to his 2013-2015 version of himself and and lead this team to victory. Because this Matt Harvey right here is not doing it. What's your thoughts on this whole situation? Well, uh, you know, going back to the whole Matt Harvey situation uh, last week, you know, we don't know the full story. Only Matt Harvey knows the full story. Whether he was partying late night or he was uh, out in nightclub and drank too much because he, you know, he became jealous of Adriana Lima, with, um, Julian hanging out with Julian Edelman, or if he was actually golfing. We don't know. You know, only he knows the real story. So, but there, there's still no excuse for him not notifying the team um, of where he was Saturday when he was supposed to be, um, you know, um, practicing or on the field with his teammates. There's no excuse for that. So, you know, he's all he's at fault for what he did. And, you know, Mets were in the right for suspending him, you know. Um, he, I mean, he did eventually apologize later. But, you know, there's still no excuse for it. You know, that's a complete letdown, you know, to not notify the organization and, you know, let your teammates down like that by not being able to pitch because you couldn't show up, you know. So, um, you know, he was completely in the wrong for that. And, you know, like you said, Matt Harvey hasn't been the same since 2015. You know, last year he had a horrible year. This year he hasn't had a good year either. Um, I mean, I could he could still redeem himself. He's still a young guy. He's under 30 years old. Um, you know, he still has one more year left with the Mets. Um, you know, maybe hopefully he can have a bounce back year this year or next year. Um, and who knows? Maybe resigns with the Mets or goes somewhere else and you know becomes the uh, regains his um, Matt Harvey form that we saw the first few years here in New York, but. Um, you know, it's still a unfinished story with Matt Harvey. You know, he's still a young guy. He still has, you know, years. He still has years uh, left in front of him to pitch. So, you know, we'll see what happens. You know, we'll see if this, um, you know, if, if this closes the uh, story of a chapter on his career. But I don't think he's finished yet. I still think he still has a lot more pitching to do. So, we'll see. I agree to with you to some extent. I mean, uh, he still has a chance. He's a young guy, but I'm thinking like right now, in the mindset he is, he looks like he's done as that dominant bulldog guy as a as a Met pitcher. He he looks like he's his confidence is completely shot. I mean, you know, you never know. Someone's I mean, with baseball, you can never tell though. Spark something in him. You can never tell baseball. You know, like, I've seen. You can never tell with baseball because, you know, in baseball, we've seen time to time, to time where one-year pitchers look horrible. Next year they come back, they look like Cy Young, you know. So you never count these pitchers out. You know, they always find a way to, like, you know, uh, adjust and change their pitching style. So that's what Matt Harvey probably needs to do. But, um, you know, I could see him becoming an ace again. You know, I don't think he's finished. I mean, it, it, it it's possible, but time is running out for him. To be honest with you, you nah, know, with come the, on, with he's the, with the Mets. he's 28 years he, old. He he still has a long career. And I agree with you, but I'm saying as the dominant guy, and he, you know, he wants 
he got Boris as a as a as a as a um uh you know uh as an agent. Yeah. So you know you know he I'm you know he you know he's gonna be motivated to try to bounce to try to bounce back. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? But time is running out. You know, the window of the the window of the Mets you know winning a championship is, is slowly closing because free agency is free agency is 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 coming you know rapidly as the years go by. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. They they got they gotta win. They have to they have to win it or else, you know it's gonna be a waste with all this great pitching and they you know, they you know, they never they, they couldn't um they couldn't watch, they couldn't uh, win at all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, it'd be kinda like the um the Braves. I mean, they won in ninety five, you know, but you know or even the eighties Mets, you know, they won in 86, but you know both of those franchises in, in their era, they had some, they had powerful pitching, and you know it's it's the same, you know, the, you know the, you know the both franchises kind of win more for their for their respective franchises. But like well, you said, he he's still young, but you know, father time doesn't wait for nobody. Well, you know the Mets have, you know, they have more issues than just a Matt Harvey. I mean, they have injuries also, you know, and they're chasing the Nationals right now in the division. So I mean, that the, the those uh, the injuries and chasing the Nationals, those are bigger than the Matt Harvey situation right now. So that's what the Mets have to focus on. They have to focus on becoming healthy again and trying to catch up with Nationals or you know. You try to remain competitive until some of these guys can come back, like Cespedes and Syndergaard, you know. So you're right. Duda just came back from an injury, uh, but it's just ironic that Familia, uh, he's gonna, you know, he he might miss the rest of the year, and basically um, the same team that eliminated them in the playoffs last year, the Giants, you know, is the same thing that. Might end ended his season this year, mm-hmm. and it goes back to Terry Collins being a predictable manager. Uh, Hunter Pence was, uh, if from my if I'm not mistaken, was bang five for six against him, career wise, and Familia didn't have it. You know, after pitching three straight three three straight games in a row, including the the second game in a five run lead. I I mean, obviously, like Terry Collins was arguing that you know, um, it's not the first time. Uh, Familia's pitched, you know, um, three games in a row. Right. That's true, but that ruined that that ruined a, a a very good start by Tommy Malone, who um, you know, who um was trying to resuscitate his career. I think he pitched for the Brewers previously. Uh, the the Mets, you know, basically getting their butts whooped uh, in this series, this current series right now. Uh, but you know, the Mets got you know turn their act together. Yeah, but, definitely. You know, ho- hopefully they could, you know, find, somehow turn it around and pitch the way they're supposed to be pitching and, um, you know, get this offense back on track. And um, so, um, switching gears from another – from we're talking, we were talking about Matt Harvey. Now we're talking about Adriana Lima's another alleged former boyfriend, and that's Derek Jeter. And he's going to be um, finally honored – with his number two retired 
as the Yankees. And I know you're going to have a front row seat about that tomorrow. So what's your thoughts on it? Oh, yeah, it's going to be exciting. I'm going to be there during Jeter retirement day. Yankees are finally going to put his number in Monument Park with the other Yankee greats. And, uh, yeah, man, it just, you know, um, I guess puts a uh, finishing touch to a uh, great career. Uh, Derek Jeter has had with the New York Yankees, you know, uh, uh, five-time World Series champion, uh, has over 3,000 career hits, um, 14th time All-Star, um, 10 girls pregnant. I mean, this guy did it all, you know? <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, it's going to be great. I'm, I'm going to be there. And uh, tomorrow, um, since today the game was canceled because of rain out, it's a doubleheader. So um, fans who have tickets right. for tomorrow get to see both games tomorrow. So right. I get to that's see my first really doubleheader with that Derek Jeter day. So it's going to be great. Absolutely. That's I'm looking cool. forward to it. And, uh, you know, Yankees are going to try to, um, you know, you know, try to win a game against the Astros. The Astros have been – you know, been a Yankee nemesis, especially with Kai, uh, you know, Castro, you know, who's oh, been, yeah. you know, killing everybody. You know, it's, he's not, he's not only a Yankee killer. He kills everybody. He's that, he's that good, you know. Well, so Yankees, you know, they have, they have the double header. So, you know, Yankees, you know, can uh, bounce back, you know, and uh, continue their charge in the race. Yeah. You know, Astros are a good game losing streak. Yeah, we yeah. lost uh, that uh, fi- that final game to um, to the Reds um, in that two game series, and then we've lost two in a row to the Astros here. And Astros are a good team, you know. You know, people picked yeah. them to win the World Series. They were picked to win the World Series a couple of years ago. Um, they have a young team. They have great pitching, good defense. You know, the best record in MLB right now. So they're tough. You know, it's. Um, although the game on Thursday, you know, we could have won, but um, I was very thrown out at the plate, so uh, we failed to uh, beat them on Thursday. And then yes, yesterday was a, uh, you know, we got shut out. Actually, we scored one 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 run, but um, you know, we couldn't. Um, they're pitching again so good that we couldn't really do anything. So hopefully tomorrow, these uh, two games tomorrow, maybe we could uh, sweep them. But we'll see. You know, it's um, we just got to end the three-game losing streak right now. That's what we got to do to get back on track again. And you guys, got, and you guys got two chances of doing that tomorrow. So, yep. You know, all, all Yankees need to win these two games and get that right the ship back, and you know, continue their charge. Yeah. Hopefully, Jeter brings his clutchness tomorrow. Yeah, I think uh, you know. You never know. Something memorable could happen. They had Yogi Berra Day, and, uh, you know, they had that, what, perfect game? Yeah. You know, so anything's possible. You never know. Yeah, you're right. And um, speaking of which, um, w- one team in New York that uh, wish they could have that Yankee magic is, unfortunately, the, the, unfortunately, the New York Rangers, man. They they officially got eliminated um you know, in the playoffs Tuesday night, uh, in game six, by the final score of four to two. Um, yeah, man, the, you know, it's really messed up. Uh, 
you know, um, Zabinajad and uh, Kreider, uh, they, you know, they scored in uh, in a losing effort. And, you know, the Rangers, they blew a, you know, big opportunity losing to a team that they should have beat. And um, now, unfortunately, you know, they they can't advance. Now the Senators, you know, you know, uh, upset the blue shirts. Yeah, I mean, the the Rangers is, uh, Lundquist is, Time is running out, you know. He's getting older, and, you know, the uh, Rangers, as a team, they're running out, you know. It feels like kind of – they run, remind you kind of like the the Knicks during the 90s mm-hmm. you know, with that great run Absolutely. where they went to the finals and conference finals. But they always came close but always failed, you know, in the end. That's how yep. this Rangers team in this decade reminds me of. Yeah. The Garden Curse. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, the Senators, uh, they continue their their winning ways. They they defeated the Penguins, uh, mm-hmm. two to one. Yep. So I mean, yeah, and uh, Bobby Ryan, he scored the 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 game winning goal in OT. So, you know, ba- basically, um, you know, the Senators, you know, they keep on rolling. They they continue to upset teams. Yeah, they they and in the, know, the, they might um, take it all. Who knows? You never know. They could be a team of destiny. Yeah. And on the on the um on the Western Conference side, uh, James Neal he scored an OT to give the Predators uh, um one nothing win over the Ducks. So, you know um, it is what it is, man. That you know um, NHL is heating up. Yeah. And it looks like it could be the Senators' year right now. It looks like it. Damn, damn and, Canadians. Uh, yep. <laughs> yeah, man. The the they they couldn't fight the teams from they couldn't the the Rangers couldn't uh, you know they had their 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 fill of the teams from Canada. Yeah. First it was the Canadians, now the Senators. One way or the other, but, the Canadians um, will screw you. <laughs> And the penguins are finding out the hard way too. <laughs> so <laughs> switching switching to um uh to to the WWE. And um oh but yeah, what was I gonna say? Um yeah, um last week on Raw it was it was it was really horrible. Um it, it both both Raw and SmackDown were supposed you know, we're in London we're in London but you know, usually in Raw and SmackDown they have, um, you know, like London, you know, London type cars and those double decker buses and the, the phone booth. But Raw was like really bland. It, there was like nothing. There was nothing, you know, memorable that happened. Unless if you want to count the um, Fashion Police skit on SmackDown. I mean, yeah, there was nothing. And and the um, Nakamura versus uh, Dolph Ziggler, Dolph Ziggler feud. It's the same skip segment all over and over again. You know, um, Dolph Ziggler talks smack about Nakamura. He attacks Nakamura, and then Nakamura reverses it and attack, attacks him. You know, to set up their their eventual match at uh, Backlash. Uh, I think in uh, two weeks from now. So, you know, yeah, the state of WWE is really boring. 
I think the the uh, superstar shakeup happened too early. It should have happened this this week Monday. And the way how the stuff happened, it, it's pre- it's pretty evident. They should have they should have waited. They well, should have waited until this week. You know, I, I you know when they sh- when they uh, sh- did the shakeup, you know, I I thought it was great for Raw. Raw, you know, they got some great superstars back. Um, I thought Raw got some great superstars back in the shakeup. But um, right. You know, right now it's been uh, in Ambrose. Yeah, but it's been like the Miz show, and you know, it's like it it's got kind of stale lately. I I think uh, WWE should just go back and just have you know superstars just doing both Raw and SmackDown if they can. You know, just go back to that. You know, forget this Raw SmackDown split yeah, for yeah. a while. You know, bring it back in another few years maybe. Yeah, I think the the split was good, but this shakeup, I don't know the shakeup weakened SmackDown, you know. So I, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, now that the payback pay per view is out of the way, and you know Randy Orton doesn't have two feuds with Wyatt and Jinder Mahal at the same time, and, and um, you know, all these other feuds happening on simultaneously. Like Styles and Styles versus Jericho or or uh, Kevin Owens because they were teasing that until uh, you know Owens won in the rematch and he's the you know the the the, the champion and that um, nothing nothing new is happening on either show so yeah you know we'll see what happened with that and then on the NBA front. Uh, the Wizards, uh, they they uh, defeated the Celtics, and uh, this will force uh, a game seven uh, on Monday night. And uh, the Warriors, uh, let me see, the war the Warriors they're gonna um, uh, battle uh, Spurs uh, game one tomorrow. So, you know the NBA man, we're getting down to the nitty gritty. And then I think the draft is coming on Thursday night, or or is it the no? I think it's the draft lottery. The draft lottery, I think, is happening Thursday yeah, the, night. Yeah, the lottery. Yep. So you know, we'll definitely see what, what what's gonna go down, and hopefully the Knicks can shock the world and get a high pick, and not like last last time last year when they dropped, they lost their their standing. They should have had what. I think the second pick, and then they felt it like what number four or something like that. Yeah. Let Let's hope the Knicks don't lose. Anything, uh, but in any case, uh, we'll let you know. We'll let you guys know uh, what happened uh, next week's episode. So uh, I want to thank you, Mac, for coming on the show. As always, thank you. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. It's It's my pleasure, and uh, of course. I want to thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to another episode of Sports Urban Legend. Uh, he's Macaulay Matthew. I'm William Ramo, and I'll see you guys next week. Peace, everybody.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.